What if all your systems and processes ran at the highest level of efficiency in your business? How would that change how your business runs? How would it change your personal life? Being more efficient can really maximize your time and change your life. So today I am going to tell you, I'm going to give you my three quick little secrets, my quick start secrets when it comes to efficiency training. So let's get into it. Productivity does not have to be complicated. Hi, my name is Amber Davis, and I am a productivity coach who helps leaders and entrepreneurs get more done in less time with an all small approach to productivity. Welcome to the All Small Productivity Podcast. Let's go small for big productivity. Hi, Amber here, your productivity coach. We are going small for big productivity in your business and in your life. I am so excited today to talk about efficiency because efficiency is a huge part about being productive. Being more efficient is really maximizing the time that you do anything that you do so that you can produce more, so that you can be productive. So efficiency leads to productivity, right? And so it is important that you are efficient in your areas. And my brain just works this way. I I think efficiently. And I, I just, when I see things, I just look for the most efficient way to do them. And I want to be able to help you. So um, before I jump into my three quick starts for efficiency, I want you to go to allsmalltraining.com and get my free workshop on how to be able to go small for big productivity in five areas of your life. This quick workshop will show you how to be able to go small for big productivity in five areas of your life. And I call it the all small approach to productivity. So how to go small for big productivity, specifically in the areas of your home, office, health and wellness, your finances, and your faith. So five areas, it's a free quick workshop. Go to allsmalltraining.com, check out that free workshop. You also are registered for weekly tips on productivity that I send to your inbox each week, allsmalltraining.com. All right, let's jump into today. I wanna share with you three quick starts when it comes to efficiency. So this is my three three step processes, three step efficiency quick start is what I call it. Now, this is what I use with my clients. And I've used this for years, the same kind of approach. I've tweaked it over the years, but the same kind of approach when I was an internal consultant for Krispy Kreme, I did corporate training for a number of years and traveled with them. And then I moved into Krispy Kreme home office uh, that I worked at in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the best donut on the whole planet. And I, not Winston-Salem, but the actual Krispy Kreme. And I use this same approach to be able to do internal consulting. So if I went into the marketing department or to the operations, or if I went into risk management or the coffee department or whatever department that I was working with, then I would have this same approach when it came to being able to help them be more efficient. And the thing is, is that when I do consulting, there are bigger areas that I can help produce training solutions around. That takes about a six-step approach and it's much longer to do that. But those are bigger areas to produce training solutions around because some things need more than just maybe moving a stapler or adding extra you know, filing cabinets or something like that or an extra person. But sometimes you need more than that. Sometimes you need training and that's my six-step 
training solution. I call it the train solution cycle. But when I first come in and help and partner with somebody as a consultant is that I, I go through these three quick start, three step efficiency, quick start with them. And I want to actually teach it to you because you can do it on your own. You may not have a productivity consultant or coach I to be able to, you know, go in. It's just like if your car was making a weird noise, you would take it to a mechanic because your ear, or I know for me, my ear, when it comes to that car noise is going to be way uh, more generalized than it is for our mechanic to listen to that noise. My, our mechanic, he's a genius. He like, here's a noise. He's like, that's it. And that's kind of how I'm wired when it comes to consulting for efficiency and productivity. But there's some things that you can do on your own that you can help yourself be more proficient, more efficient in your processes and your systems. So that's what I want to share with you. My three step efficiency, quick start. So the first thing before you even do this three steps is you want to identify an area. So maybe as an area in your business, it could be maybe your files. It could be your communication to your people internally or external communication. It could be that you are, do you need help with, you know, your emails or training your trainers, or it could be that you need help with maybe, just customer service or sales. When it comes to your personal life, it could be meal planning, or it could be personal finances. It could be house cleaning or chores or vehicle maintenance, whatever that is. But you, you've got to identify one area. So let's say you've already identified one area in your business, let's say, that you want to be more efficient in. So what you do, once you've identified that one area, then the first step of the three-step efficiency quick start is that you need to analyze your systems. So you analyze your systems. How do you analyze your systems? Let me give you this example. So if you are to come into your house every time you come home, my husband just got home from work. So when he, hello, (laughs) when you come home and you walk in, that then as you walk in that door, you put your keys down, you put your, your bag down, maybe your purse down. Maybe it is that you grab something out of the fridge or you go and you change into your workout clothes, whatever it is, you have this routine that you do. And oftentimes you don't see all the things around you. You don't see the wall. You don't see the picture frames. You're not looking at the, the kitchen organization, Like I'm just using an example. So when you analyze your systems, just like when you come in from your, that day of work, maybe, or you come in from the store or you come in from school or you come in from wherever you were, you need to have that on purpose mindset to see things with fresh eyes. So you've got to look at things from a fresh perspective. Think about it from a, if, if, If I am a person that has never been in this house before, if I was to come in, what would that look like? And you have to tell yourself before you open that door. So when it comes to business, so take that same analogy in your business, that when you sit down to analyze your systems, whatever that system is, you want to look at it with fresh eyes. You want to look at it from before you look at it, you think, okay, if I was a new employee or if I was a consultant that came in from outside of my business, How would I look at this? And that's how you're going to approach it. So when you start analyzing your systems, one of the best ways to analyze your systems 
especially if you don't have other people around you or in your business, is to think, all right, if I had to hire somebody right now to take over this area of my business, would I be able to just hand it off? Or what areas of it need to be shored up so that I can be able to hand it off to somebody? And I guarantee you, you will look at things from a fresh perspective if you ask yourself that question. Ask yourself this question when it comes to home. I do this. If, all right, if something happened to me and I couldn't do the bills in our house, or if something happened to me and I couldn't do this chore, could I be able to hand it off? And you know that happens. You know that happens. Like, have you ever gotten food poisoning or have you ever been sick in your life and all of a sudden you're in bed and your spouse has to do the chore that you usually do or your kid has to do it or your roommate has to do it you know that that happens so if it's hard for you to explain that system it's probably not done to the level of efficiency that it could be and i'm not throwing any stones at you cuz there's i as i'm telling you this i I'm thinking multiple areas of my life that I need to, I'm sure the efficiency in, but that's a great way to analyze your system. So that's number one, analyze your system, look at it with fresh eyes, ask yourself, okay, if I was to hand this off to somebody, what areas need to be shored up? So you're analyzing those systems. And then you can start writing things down, start take it, just take a notepad and start writing things down. This literally, depending on the area that you're doing this, it could take, you know, I could sit, sit down and do this for like 30 minutes and do this like system or less. And then the second step is, is that you want to start asking yourself questions or asking the people that do that role, that process, that system questions. That's really important to do. You're asking questions. The reason why you want to ask questions of the people that do it, because they're the ones that are doing it. That's really important. I remember my dad gave me the best advice when I was consulting. He said, whatever you do, don't just create systems and processes and training in a vacuum in your little cubicle, but get out to the people that are going to have to apply it and ask them how it would work or affect their lives. Ask them what they do and what they don't do. And that was such great advice. And I do this when it comes to either in volunteer consulting, or if I'm doing my personal consulting with myself or other people or doing it on a business level. But you ask yourself questions. Some of those questions that you ask could be, okay, how did you learn how to do this? Did somebody teach you this process? That's a great question. Another great question to ask is, did you come up with this checklist or did somebody else create this checklist? Because then you're finding out, okay, well, they weren't trained properly or maybe that they tweaked what something that's already been done, or maybe they're not using a checklist, or you can even ask them, is there a checklist or a form or a way that, how do you know how to do this? And they might say, well, it's just up here. Did anybody teach you that? Did you, have you ever written it down? What if you had food poisoning and you had to go run to the bathroom? Could somebody else do this? And they were like, you know what? That's a good, that's a good point. Nobody else could do this. If, if I got sick, you know, that might be a challenge. So you're asking those kind of questions. And then how could this get better? Is there any part of this that you think that could be better? And then could be ran more efficiently? Those kind of questions are great to ask. And let me give you a bonus tip. This is not the time, if you have employees or volunteers, this is not the time to train them. I'm going to say that again. This is not the time 
to train them, it, you're, it's going to go against everything that you can in your body to not train them, not be like, whoa, whoa, this is not how we should do this. This is not the right way. This is not the right system. And here's how I can stop you do that. Have you ever seen the show Undercover Boss? So just put yourself in that position. You are not undercover. You're out of cover, boss. <laughs> so even more so, you do not need to train them at this point. That undercover boss leader, woman, man, they come in, they're disguised, and they see somebody doing like a ridiculous thing in their system. And it's so crazy. And you could tell they're like trying to hold it in. But the good leaders are the ones that don't say anything. They just start asking questions. Well, who taught you this? How did you do this? Shouldn't you follow the checklist? And you start leading people to be able to reveal some things to you. And they feel comfortable and they have a voice. The moment you just hammer them with training, no, you should not do this. This is not right. This is not what we should be doing. They're going to be less likely to open up later to you. So use this time to just ask questions, be very open um, with receiving those questions and that feedback, and then you can apply it later. All right. So you've already, number one, analyzed your systems, coming in with fresh eyes, being able to ask yourself, if I had to hand this over to somebody, could this be ran efficiently right now? And the answer is probably no. So you, then you start asking questions about how you could do this system or asking the employee or the volunteer. And then the last step is apply together. Now, let's say that you have employees or volunteers. It's really important that once you've analyzed, once you've asked questions that you want to apply together, you don't just come in with a wrecking ball and just start making checklists and doing all the stuff because they may already have that. I just, as a consultant doing this and they already had checklists, they already had checklists made and now they're just tweaking them. So if I came in and started making all their checklists for them, that can seem very overbearing and it's not a nice thing to do because they've already done the work. They just need a little help tweaking it. So you need to work and partner together with the people that you have hired or that are volunteering with you. Say, okay, here's some things that you shared with me. And here's some things that I noticed that we could maybe get better at. Do you have checklists? And a, a number of things can happen. One big thing that can happen from that is that you find out some really cool gifts and talents that your people have. Maybe Sally is great and loves checklists, but she's never been tapped into to create them. So now you've got Sally that can create checklists or tweak the ones that you have, and maybe she can format them for everybody. This just happened recently with me and a volunteer. It's amazing what you can do. So you tap into those gifts and talents. Number two, it creates buy-in because if you do it with them, then they're going, they're, I mean, at the end of the day, you're out of there. You're not doing this system. If you've got somebody else doing it, they're going to be the ones in the daily grind having to do it. So you want to have buy-in from them so that they will be able to do it. And then the third thing is, is that by you working with them and doing it together and applying it together, then you create a relationship with them, which helps them retain employee, it helps retain employees. So they're going to stay around. And the next time that you do something like this, they're going to be more apt to help you. So those are three little bonus areas that help you if you do it in the right way and you're asking questions then or applying together. Now, so as you're applying that together, then that's going to solidify that relationship. Now, let's say you don't have any volunteers and you don't have any employees. It's just you. So 
you know, back in the day, like maybe in high school, maybe in college, uh, maybe even in grade school that you played role-playing games where you would like pretend and you would ask questions. Well, this is where you're going to do a role play. You're going to role play with yourself. You're like, okay, Amber, what do I need to do differently? Like, did somebody teach me how to do this or did I just create this on my own? And if I created this on my own, where did it come from? Could it be done more simply? Is there a way to do this a different way? And you're asking yourself questions. So again, that really helps you take, it's like you're, you're playing the role of the consultant. And again, I'm not saying that you're going to have my fresh eyes as a consultant's eyes coming in, but you can actually help increase the efficiency in your area if you start applying these approaches. So you want to be able to analyze your systems. You want to be able to ask questions and you want to apply together, whether that be with an employer volunteer, or maybe it is with yourself, but you're applying that application. My three-step efficiency quick start is what I call it. And that can help you to be able to really sure up some of your systems that you can do starting today. Now, with that being said, I do that with my clients and I enjoy working with people and being able to help them go small for big productivity. And I want to be able to help you do that in five areas. And again, I shared this at the beginning of the recording, but I want to share it again. Go small in five areas of your life. So go small. You're going to learn my all small approach to productivity. So this is called all small training, right? What is all small? So go to allsmalltraining.com and let me share with you this very quick free workshop about how to go small for big productivity in five areas, home, office, health and wellness, finances, and your faith. This will be able to help you to be able to maximize your time, to be able to go small for big productivity, and it will transform how you get things done. It's amazing. And I want to be able to help you do that. So thanks for listening today. So excited that you're here. And remember to go small for big productivity. I'll see you next time. Bye.